welcome to the show. Thank you. This is like really help guide people back to their true selves. And I think just by having people like you on and sharing your story and the wisdom that's on your heart, like it can just really help unlock things for people. Like you unlocked so much for me in my life when we first met. So a bit of context for the listeners, Sonia was my life coach, my first life coach. <laughs> Break my life coach virginity with you. <laughs> and um, Sonia just has this magic, like, I don't know what it is. It's just pure magic. And yeah, you put me in touch well back in touch with God through like a visualization and I actually mentioned that in the first episode of this uh, <laughs> series because it just comes up and it just propelled my life in such a different way that never it probably would have taken me a long time to really like get back on track if it wasn't for you so I'm grateful to have you on the show and speaking thank you that's uh that's quite the opening so thank you very much um, I actually laugh and joke around about you telling me that <laughs> about connecting you back to God. So I like to use it as a joking testimonial, you know, like, hey, if you want to yeah. work in touch with God. Um, For no, real. But like, like on a serious note, I think um, that's what we're all trying to do at the end of the day is find our way. And we're all the mm. vessels for that for each other, in my opinion. Yeah. How, what do you think is like the best way to like find your way? <laughs> I, that's a hilarious question because I just, I think that like surrender honestly is the only way to find yourself. Mm. Um, and I think that at least I can only speak for Western society, for the U.S., the way that we are, the way that we function, which is very um, action do and mm -hmm. very like straight trajectory like you're supposed to start on a path it's supposed to be straight you're supposed to always be moving up and there's no mm -hmm. and if you're not doing that then then it's failure and mm -hmm. i think that's a very masculine energetically driven type of an approach and i think yeah. that um the more i explore my feminine the more that i find that uh the path will always just it'll look like a maze or it'll look like, I don't even know how to talk, how to like explain it. And, and that we, we don't get to skip those parts mm. that all those things that we're trying to bypass are actually the way to ourselves. Um, yeah. So that's why I say surrender is because in my opinion, we have to keep surrendering to what the universe is offering us versus what we think we know what we want yeah right we always think we know best and then it's like we try and force certain things to happen and yep. then like we wonder why shit goes wrong <laughs> yeah we're trying to control it all when like let's just say there's something in your life where it's not where you want it to be how do you like fully surrender in that moment well, I think that there's a perspective that we all, or there's something that we're all not recognizing in those moments is it's happening to us, whether we surrender to it or not. And mm -hmm. so wouldn't you want to choose the option that feels better? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so <laughs> true. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so 
so simple, but it's so true. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's, we get locked into this perception that there's something we can do about it. And I'm just, like in certain, mm -hmm. circumstances, certain circumstances, there is. But typically when we're in a moment of resistance, we don't get to come. We, we, we have two choices and the choice is I'm going to surrender and acknowledge that this is happening to me. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do to change that right now. So I can either either be with it and actually be present with it and see and mm -hmm. look at it and be curious and like, maybe it has a gift to offer me or I can just keep resisting and it's going to be incredibly painful and it's probably going to take a lot longer to process through this. Yeah, God, that's a life lesson for sure. <laughs> so much easier said than done, isn't it? Like yeah. I, I, I know myself, I'm really trying to like just trust the universe and like even with this podcast, it's like, okay, I'm not prepping any questions because the universe has got my back on this one but it does test me sometimes you know there's there's yeah. times where I like I do try and force it and I really have to just like lean back into it as well so I think yeah. what you said there is just it's it's life isn't it we're always like trying to find our way back to like trusting more and just letting go more yep we're always trying to be prepared uh you know like prepared and have the right answer and have the right solution and be like the person that knows it all and I think mm -hmm. that I'm not going to say that doesn't work I think in certain environments that works and that's actually what people want mm -hmm. because we've been trained to want that but yeah to me like the more that I engage with humans who are really looking for themselves and like they're over the bs you know like they just mm -hmm. they're done with they're done with the masks and they're done with superficiality yeah. And we're done with this lie that money and success bring fulfillment. And, and in those, mm -hmm. so in my work, because that's who I'm trying to, like, I want to engage in raw, messy spaces. Mm -hmm. um, and you can't go into those prepared. <laughs> like, you you really have to trust in, in, in who you are and what you're bringing to the table and that you will know what you need to know when you need to know it. Mm. What attracts you to, like, these raw and messy spaces? Um, I, I believe it was, I've lived the life I've lived because I'm, I, I kind of feel like, you know, we're all created as, as like vessels or tools to facilitate mm -hmm. a function. I feel like mm -hmm. this is my function that, um, I had the life that I had and I've experienced the things that I've experienced so that I could hold those types of spaces. Mm, that's so beautiful. So like you kind of meant to go through the life that you've had to get to where you are now to help the people that are like going through that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yep. I mean, I think Incredible. if you think of like when I think of how I was as a little girl, right? Like intensity has always been a piece, like it's my nature. In intensity's always been within my nature. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of wildness. And so I think when we think back to who were we before we got imprinted with all of these expectations on us, Mm -hmm. it's it tells us a lot about what we're meant to what we were meant to bring into the world in my opinion mm. it's interesting isn't it because like we can't escape conditioning it's always going to be there mm -hmm. but it's like who are you without that mm -hmm. yeah what a question like if you think of how you were when you were a little kid like what comes up for you 
I really didn't give a shit. Like I just was like having fun and I was dancing. Like I used to get my mum to like video me like dancing and singing all the time. Can you imagine that now? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, funny, funny. Playful, this, playful nature. This kind of goes on to the topic that we wanted to speak about, though, because we were going to speak about like living a fully untethered life and like mm -hmm. you know, like living a fully expressed life, and it goes totally like hand in hand with what we've just been speaking about. So, what you know, when I asked you the question, like, what do you want to speak about in your heart, yeah. and this came up, like, what really comes up for you? Um, I, the reason that this is so prevalent in a topic that I want to talk about is because I don't think I would have ever gotten to this point without taking the entrepreneurial journey without like saying, I'm going to leave my job and my career and everything that I knew, and I'm going to really believe in myself and see if I could do this. Mm -hmm. And then getting into the reality of what that journey meant and feeling so damn lost in it. Um, and also very resistant to a lot of the things that people were telling me that I needed to do to be successful. And mm -hmm. um, like right now, I'm kind of throwing it all over, like to the wind and saying like, I'm actually going to trust myself more than I trust yeah. anything anybody else has. And by doing that, I'm complete, like I'm just, I'm not doing the marketing stuff. I'm not doing the mm -hmm. social media stuff. If I feel like doing like sharing a post, I'll do it. But mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of looking to see like, what does it mean to be labelless? Wow. And to still be able to connect with people and still be able to do amazing work in the world. But mm -hmm. create a path that uh, in like, I don't know what my path looks like. I don't know what my success is going to look like. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I'm going to get there. But I do know that if I'm willing to listen to my voice above everyone else's mm -hmm. that the journey there is going to be much more enjoyable wow but you know like it's, it totally can be done in like the most beautiful way as well like I really admire seeing people who take different routes and like they just really listen to themselves like that's the true power yeah it's you know we're truly honestly and I think it's it's the perfect setup. I'm not saying this as in this is a bad thing because I actually don't think there is good or bad. I don't think there is right or wrong. And I know a lot of people mm -hmm. are against that because they're going to immediately speak to the most horrendous things that happen mm -hmm. in the world. Um, and I'm still going to hold to that. I don't think that there's good and bad and there's right and wrong. I think it depends on where you are in that story, mm -hmm. what character you play and mm -hmm. what your and the perspective is that you're holding. Um, mm -hmm. But we live in a society where we have literally all been, I, okay, again, I can only speak for Western society. I don't know what it's like to live in a, in a country that's more community-based. It may be different, mm -hmm. but, but we do, I feel we're, we're taught that we, that we don't know what's best for ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. We're taught that by religion. We're taught that by our parents. We're taught that by our school structures, that we need to be listening to everyone else. To yeah. Know what's best for us. Right. And to suddenly wake up one day and say, wait a minute, I think this has been a lie the whole time. Like, mm -hmm. I know what's best for myself. Yeah. And I'm never going to figure what the, out that, what that is unless I keep following my voice. And so a lot of people will say, though, I get asked a lot, Sonia, how do you know, though, if it's your intuition or mm -hmm. if it's something else? 
And to me, the answer is you got to be willing to try and fumble and fail and mess up. <laughs> so you have to be willing to keep making the, like, if you feel it's your intuition, then do it. Yeah. And if yeah. it's wrong, then you will start to, um, you'll start to be able to, to measure it and you'll start to notice like, okay, my intuition feels very much like this. Fear mm -hmm. feels like this. And yeah. you'll start to distinguish. But if we're not even trying, then we'd never mm -hmm. even learn how to distinguish our voice from something else. Yeah, totally. I feel like, yeah, exactly with what you just said, like, the more you actually trust your intuition as well, the more answers you get given, I feel. Yeah. Have you noticed that with yourself as well? Yes, yes. It's, it's beautiful. I feel like, you know, I, I, I know everyone feels differently about like the universe and what they believe in, but I do think that, you know, there's a pattern in life that we teach life how to be with us. So mm. when we start to show up in ways that say I'm ready for something different, mm -hmm. life shows us up to meet us there. Mm. Um, and this very much feels like that is when we show up and say, okay, this is like, I'm going to go on this journey of like really discovering what my voice is like and what my intuition is like, and I'm going to follow my compass and North star. Mm -hmm. um, I think life shows up to meet that. Yeah. And says, awesome. Here's a lot of opportunities to practice with that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Always. <laughs> I mean, when I think of your journey, like where you are today and why you're there, like to me, that was one of the strongest um, showings of like following your North Star. And like, I'm sure you probably had people tell you you were crazy or they didn't understand why you were doing what you were doing, mm -hmm. but you went through the mess and you, you never lost that North Star, right? Like you never lost that vision of why you were going. Um, and to me, that's exactly what this is all about. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it was really hard. <laughs> like it was really one of the toughest things that I've ever had to do. But was it also it's one just... of the most satisfying things you ever had to do? Yeah, yeah, well now I'm like snorkeling every day and life is good. So you know <laughs> it was worth the painful breakup. <laughs> but um it's trusting in the unknown isn't it like say if you get this message from your intuition you mm. and you're like okay but i have this comfortable life that i'm living now why are you giving me this like it's like stepping into that yeah that's just trust like for me that's just true trust in something outside of yourself mm -hmm. but we have to like remember that we're not going to get given these messages if it's not going to improve our life yeah yeah and it also doesn't have to be big glaring messages, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, it, and this is something I'm learning because I do like massive transition and massive leaps. And that's just something I'm naturally attracted to. But, um, I think also like just following baby intuitions mm -hmm. is how you can start building up that muscle and like small decisions. I'm not like, it's, this is not about going and like eradicating your life and completely mm -hmm. turning it upside down you can if you want i mean honestly i think those situations actually that's when the most growth and transition happens and you end up like really in a good space later on but yeah small moves matter and small moves can lead to really big transformation mm -hmm. um so it's like find the way that works for you like 
you decide that you're going to follow your intuition on every little small decision that comes up and then for the big stuff you just you do what you're used to doing you know and like taking yeah. the judgment out of it yeah are you quite good with that within yourself like taking the judgment out of it I am working really hard. I will say I'm definitely a lot better than I've ever been before. Yeah. Um, I've always held others in a very non-judgmental way for the most mm-hmm. part. Like that's been a skill I've been able to hold, but holding it for myself is the learning for sure. Mm, yeah. There is no, at the end of the day, none of us are getting it wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you mean like we're just like making choices and they just take us down like a particular path and then like just kind of remaining unbiased about it or? Well, and I think that, mm. yeah, like one decision will never be the last. Like we will always mm-hmm. have another choice to make. Mm-hmm. And so if we make one that we're like, look back on and say, okay, that wasn't maybe the best thing to do or that mm-hmm. didn't feel good. It's not about judging yourself around it. It's like, cool, what I get from that? What did I learn? what do I want to do different next time and then also just recognizing that there are certain things where like you're gonna just keep making a bad decision because Mm -hmm. it's a harder thing to navigate you know I think of like people wanting to make health changes whether Mm -hmm. it's food or that we could even get into drinking right like that's a process (laughs) that is a journey process that there's a lot in, in integrated with those things and so a lot of times I think what people do is they try and change and then they make a bad decision or they make a decision that doesn't go in alignment with what they want mm-hmm. and they kind of throw the whole thing away and it's to me it's like you made a bad decision or you made a decision that didn't feel good in that moment and now mm-hmm. you have a new decision to make and can we keep be willing to show up over and over and over again yeah re-decisioning to make a new choice over and over and over again no matter how many times we make a choice that we don't understand Mm. yeah that's got me thinking because it's so easy to like fall off track sometimes and then you like oh you make one decision then like you're completely off track but it doesn't have to be like that does it and it doesn't matter when in the process you catch yourself as long as you catch yourself Mm, I love that. But that's why people have like life coaches as well, you know. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you can't do it alone. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean I think that's I, I I am actually leaning more heavily into group group as a whole, just like doing group work, but also when I'm participating in things, I'm actually primarily only participating in group opportunities now because I do think that um the 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 trajectory of the world is speaking to us and telling us that we need each other Mm -hmm. and this um i'm i'm an introvert i love my alone time i love my alone space like all of that and Mm -hmm. none of us can do this alone none of us should be doing this alone in my opinion if we want to have a world that is survived yeah like we've got to figure out how to lift each other up support each other empower each other take care of each other um Mm -hmm. and so i'm pretty committed to group work these days just because i think that there's something unique about that space yeah what do you like about it um i 
think that there's never been a group where I didn't learn that every single person there was my teacher in some way, shape, or form. Wow. And I think Incredible. that's powerful. It equalizes. It equalizes the ground if you're willing to be open into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also think that in group work, our true like healing at a, at a different level happens because you're triggered by so many things in the environment of it like mm-hmm. there might be a personality that you struggle with there mm-hmm. might be someone who reminds you of a family member or reminds you of an ex or reminds you of your child and like all of those things get to come into the space yeah and you get to be with it and hopefully be with it in a new way and it could be incredibly healing oh wow yeah that's beautiful that's really beautiful Gosh, they're lucky having you as a life coach in those groups. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. Going back to like your chosen theme, is there anything else that you want to share about it? Um, you know, I'm definitely in the phase of like trying to figure out what does this really look like. I'm I'm looking for my North Star, honestly. And I know that mm-hmm. for me, kids will always be somehow a piece of that. I love working, you know, I, I love doing the youth work um, mm-hmm. as well. Actually, I think there's a lot of power in the dynamics of adults and kids and how they can teach right. each other. Because honestly, we're all just adults with little kids inside of us trying to show oh, yeah. the, the mess that happened to us, right? When we were, when we were on our journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to discover like, I, I think one of the things that I do very well is I open up spaces where people get to show up. Like I'm willing to put myself in very uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. to show what's possible. And I think wow. that's what I'm trying to do right now is I'm really trying to say like, what does it look like to be labelless? to not have to call yourself something, mm-hmm. to not have to have this brand, to mm-hmm. not have, because like, I don't feel like I'm any of those things. Like people can call me a lot of different things, right? They can call me a woman, they can call me a lesbian, they could call me Hispanic. Mm -hmm. Um, Like there's a lot of labels that people can use with me that are true, but Mm -hmm. I am all of them and I'm none of them at all at the same time. And I think I'm really wanting to be none of them or I want to explore what does it mean to look at me without any of those labels? And how do I create a space and a business without without doing it the way everyone else is saying it needs to be done. And I want to, I want to see more entrepreneurs doing this where I get the whole niche thing. I get that it works, but like, if you're a dynamic leader, a niche Mm -hmm. isn't going to work for you. Right. It's just not. And creating like a very disruptive, a very, disruptive yet incredibly compassionate path like mm-hmm. my 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 going labelist has nothing to do with not being able to embrace other people's paths right so it's not about like pushing against anything or judging anything or making anything wrong it's just saying like there's a different way and i don't know what that way is but i'm committed to finding it and i think we need so many more i'm not going to say female i'm going to say feminine energy led Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of men who live in the feminine energy, and then there's a lot of non-binary mm-hmm. humans and you know trans women. Like I believe that we just need the feminine energy in yeah. the space, and we need to create something new that's never existed before. Because I think that's what's needed. 
that's like where business is going and our world honestly just needs it needs so much more of that energy in it you know what just comes up for me though like that's just truly you like you're not gonna follow anyone else or anything like this is truly coming from like your your root that's what i feel and like how it can't get more powerful than that can it if it's coming from you so i can't wait to see your journey because you you know you do embody leadership and like i'm one of the followers you know <laughs> like i'll be following suit for sure like i cannot wait because it's inspiring and like i also feel the same but i still feel the fear where it's like oh but I, maybe i should be doing this or i should be doing that so i'm proud of you for stepping into like who you freaking are <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, what, what, I'm curious, like, where do you see you and yourself in that journey of like, how has it been for you trying to play this game of entrepreneurism and <laughs> finding your unique? Oh, wow. It's just a journey, isn't it? Like, I love it so much because you're just always learning, always yeah. learning about yourself, where your limits are, where your blocks are. And I wouldn't have it any other way because we hold the power for our destiny and like we can choose where it where it stops and where it goes to. Um, but you know, it's it's a journey. <laughs> what do you yeah. think it is? You know those because I'm with you, like those moments of um when you when I okay, I, I'm gonna ask if you feel this way, but like I have mm -hmm. moments where every when I'm like I'm gonna like let go of like whatever, right? I'm mm -hmm. gonna um for me I've let I've actually stepped away from a lot of initiatives that I was involved in. Um mm -hmm. that were incredibly powerful, incredible incredible meaningful, but I knew my time with them had ended mm -hmm. and everything inside of me was saying you gotta you gotta go now like your, your yeah. path is different now mm -hmm. and all those voices that came mm -hmm. up around the judgment of what that meant or the fear of what that meant for you what what's like the essence of that that moment what is it fear like what does that feel like for you it's attachment to what you've known for mm. me because I have it with friends as well. So basically I did this true self meditation the other day mm -hmm. and like I saw my true self with no conditioning, like who I truly am, like the strongest version of me that's being placed here with the purpose that I have and like all these messages were coming to me. And it was like going through all these friends that I have and it was like, no, 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 no more time. Yes. And like just things that I should be doing, like going to bed at eight o'clock, waking up at 4am and doing yoga before dawn. Mm. I do not do that right now. Let me tell you. <laughs> so it's like really, oh God, what is it? Because there's, yeah, there's like these friends, you know, that I've had from like for years or for months, but we have a very good friendship. But sometimes it's time to let go and make way for something new. But I guess it's just that attachment that we have, isn't it? Do you think it's the attachment or do you think it's the potential... Um... 
and I'm asking this from because I'm asking based on what comes up for me in that exact situation is not wanting to be the bad guy in someone else's story or not wanting to be um, a part of someone's abandonment story either. Oh, is that what it is for you? That's so interesting. That's what it is for me, very much wow. so. Of like, oh, I never not, thought of it like that. Yeah. yeah, like not wanting to be someone who actually would abandon another person, because I know what that feels like. I know what that feels like to be to to feel abandoned in life, and for mm. me to be on the other side of that story, yeah, is incredibly difficult for me to be with, even at the cost of my own self. But you know, like knowing what you know about the bigger picture of life, how like there's nothing right or wrong, it's just choices. Yeah. Does that not give you any comfort in like creating another path for yourself? I think it's the difference between the logical and the mm -hmm. and the emotional is what it feels like to me. Like logically, I could be like, yeah, clear cut decision. It makes complete mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, emotionally um this idea of blindsiding someone and, mm -hmm. and actually infjs which is what i am are actually known there's like a there's like a, a label of like how we sometimes will separate in friendships or relationships where we hit our max and then boom we're gone it's like okay that's it you've you've crossed oh. the line and like you are now excommunicated from my life able for it and I've done that a lot in my past. And I, I don't like that image of myself. And so there is a bit of that of like to actually um, jar someone and just bail on them without them understanding why mm. uh, is something I'm still struggling with for sure. I understand it, but now I, I'm hearing it from your perspective I'm like but sometimes it just happens in life doesn't it where you do split paths with people and yeah I think you know that's what I a mean? gift <laughs> that's a <sighs> gift when you don't have to like choose to disassociate with someone because if you're not like if, if you have two people who are incredibly connected and mm. one is not seeing this as a as like a moving on situation and the other one is then that's a much harder situation to get out of to navigate away from you know what I mean? yeah yeah I think what's coming up for me is that like our souls know what's going on but it's like yeah. our personalities yeah. kind of get stuck in it don't they yeah so I completely get it because it's really easy for me to like say to you like come on our souls know just like get on with it <laughs> but then I think then about the friendships that I have and like I just don't think I could do that right now yeah just I really don't. See, and I think you're pointing to something very important because I'm with you that like, just because we're not, like maybe we're not ready to detach or to let go in that way. But that mm. doesn't mean that the exploration that we're doing right now isn't meaningful or that the exploration that's happening right now around the value of friendships and who do I want to mm -hmm. have in my life and who do I not want to have in my life? Where do I want to put my energy? Where do I not want to put my energy? Yeah. All of that is still incredibly fruitful, needed, helpful, transformational, um, while also still holding, and maybe I'm just not ready to let go of certain people in my life yet. And when mm -hmm. I am, the situation will present itself, right? And yeah. letting go of the like, I have to do this, or I have, you know, that, that whole energy thing. 
Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it will just happen naturally anyway? I think that always, well, I think that like, I mean, I will say I see people together all the time that are like married together or in these relationships that are incredibly, in my opinion, unhealthy from the outside looking in. Mm -hmm. And people will stay in them because they, they, they will choose safety over anything else. I will say that for me, I know that the time will always come when something is not serving, that I will have a very glaring moment of what do you want, to, what do you choose at this point? Mm -hmm. Because your path is either going this way or your path is going that way. And in those moments, I have complete faith in myself. Yeah. It's all the in between. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> oh, gosh, where do we go from here? I mean, I'm well, just really conscious of like, I, I really want like to get out what you want to speak about on your heart. So is there anything else that comes up for you? I just think like around this topic of because a lot of what we've been talking about is growth and expansion and mm -hmm. some of the pain that comes with that. And I would say it's all pain of like, if we think that the only thing that we are are these bodies and this personality, then mm -hmm. that growth and expansion will be incredibly painful. But if we're moving beyond like thinking that we're actually something more than that, mm -hmm. that we have a greater cause, then I think it gets a little bit easier to go through growth and expansion. But something yeah. I see happening all the time in, in like social media and especially Amer like American politics and um, just the way we handle things is this culture of like shaming and canceling and like, you know, there, there is this weird vibe in the, in the spiritual growth realm of like, well, I'm aware now. So I'm going to excommunicate everyone from my life because they are no longer in the same vibrational pattern of me and they're no longer worthy. It's like, and, and there's a difference, right? There are people who they just naturally allow people to fall from their lives. Mm -hmm. They're just so focused on the path that they are that they're like, hey, if you're willing to come with me, that's great. But otherwise I'm kind of still going in this direction and I'm not slowing down. Like that's mm -hmm. very different to me than this weird, like I'm above or I'm better than, or mm -hmm. you're no longer worthy. And I feel like to me, spiritual work has been so much more about how do I show up in any situation with mm -hmm. any human soul, wherever they are, and still love them. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's more about unity and like coming together rather than like separating ourselves. But what do you see? I don't know about you, but like, what do you see a lot of in in the spaces oh there's a lot of shit there's of course there's a lot of shit and i always see it and i never repost it and i always have to like if there is something that i repost i really have to like feel if if it's true like yeah. and um it's just always going to be like that i think i would just advise anyone who's listening to like really just feel if it's true for them um I don't know, the, like, yeah, I don't know, there's a lot, isn't there? But I just try and, uh, yeah, I think I'm just repeating myself now, like, just post my truth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I just yeah. think that, like, the, we could really, the, the, the I, I really dislike the cancel culture that we're in right now. 
and it's on, mm. it's on it's in every facet of everywhere where there's no room for failure or messing up or getting things wrong oh. out of fear of being canceled at this point and i think it's such an unhealthy how do we ever expect each other to grow and to learn if we can't mess up and yeah. we can't get something wrong um and that's something i would really like to like that's something that is a part of the work i see myself moving into is mm-hmm. part of the reason i want to to explore what I do in an un- or be an unlabeled version of myself is because mm-hmm. it's all the labeling and the boxing in that is causing so much of this like me against you mm, going on right now. Tell me about it. Tell me yeah, about it. and like, how do we come above that? Like, yes, we are some of these things, and they do influence us more heavily than other times in our lives. But mm-hmm. the ability to step above that and kind of mm-hmm. look at the situation and where is the space for redemption and where is the space for rehabilitation and healing and forgiveness yeah and that's beautiful. more of what i want to bring i want to see more of that in the world and i want to bring more of that into the world yeah i'm with you on that one like it doesn't matter to me like what race religion like skin color like nothing like we're all just human beings and we all want to live a good life like we all want to live a good life i met this guy on the beach the other day he's arab i'm jewish and we were like having a conversation and um i felt bad that he had to like mention that he was arab because i'm sure there could have been like some conflict with some people i'm sure but i was like you know it really doesn't matter to me like i care about like i just care if someone's got a good heart and good intentions but it's just like we were just having a conversation about like the way things are here and it it's just mind blowing to me how like like i just don't understand war i think that's what it is i just don't understand how it's like me against you and i it just doesn't resonate with me like not even just cannot get my head around it so i really hope um, nature me and you yeah but maybe not other people no i don't i well okay i don't believe that i don't think that there's a human on this earth that has a nature of war i do think that we can be so out of alignment with ourselves okay i agree with that i agree with that yeah do you think it's just like a lower level of consciousness then that's that's what's happening well i think a lot of us have turned off like we've we've numbed out and turned off and we've stopped asking who who am i what am i here for mm. um and i mean you know when we're born into this world we're born into the world that was created thus far into this generation that we're in and i think you know when we think about how long uh species has actually existed mm-hmm. we are babies in this game and yet we are like we're not learning from our elders. Let's put it that way, right? Oh. <laughs> Billions of generations who existed before, yeah. before yeah. Um, what's the term I'm looking for? There's there's a, a particular era that really broke our, our current world open and it's when we started to build and we started to like kind of be the top dog on the earth pretty much. 
Um, mm -hmm. When we think about how life existed before that era, uh, they were in alignment with the cycle of life. Mm. We are very out of alignment with the cycle of life. We honor nothing. We pillage everything. Mm -hmm. We are in excess. Um, yeah. And obviously, again, I know that there's countries that are, are like, they're probably like, if they listen to this, they're like, I ain't in excess of anything, right? But yeah, I think from an over westernized view of what's happening with superpowers, this is very much the case. Um, and I think like why you see so many spiritual teachers coming out now, why you see so many people getting more into the coaching space, more into the tarot space, so many feminine, feminine energy coming out with the witches, right? Like just an explosion of awareness is happening right now. Mm. We're kind of at like a decision point. Like, are we going to learn from our ancestors or mm -hmm. are we going to pillage ourselves into death? Like, Wow. I, in my yeah. opinion, that's the decision we're facing. And I want to be part of giving every bit of effort I possibly can to creating a, a society that is in cycle with life and mm -hmm. in alignment with life and doesn't believe that we are the center of creation, that we are simply a part of creation. Yeah, but don't you feel like we we can create so much? yeah we can create a lot of destruction and we can create a lot of love and i would say it's very clear which side we're choosing right now mm. i feel i actually feel like we are going in the right direction though just with all the like that feminine energy that is like becoming more widespread like i can definitely feel it like you can feel it as well and i think something that came up actually that i saw on facebook was that there's also like we speak about the divine feminine, but there's like the sacred masculine energy too. And I'm I'm loving that. Like I want more of that. I'd love men to step more into like that sacred masculine and really honor themselves. And I just think, I really do think there's such potential for like such a, I don't know, beautiful like evolution of humans. There is, I do think it will come at us being willing to surrender some pretty major ways of how we exist today in order to do that. Like mm. that, that everyone, like, I think we're going in the right direction. I think there is massive potential. I think we need the feminine and the masculine. The only reason I keep talking about the feminine is because the masculine has been dominating for a very, very long time and it's yeah. out of balance and we need to bring balance into the space. Um, mm -hmm. And I also think that, you know, I think of any time that I've shifted in my life and I've, and I've grown and expanded, it always comes with, am I willing to let go of something in order to have this new way of being? And I feel like yeah. that same um, choice is going to be given to us as a world of, are we willing to surrender some of the ways on how we live and operate in mm -hmm. order to find a new way? Um, and that's, I think where I see a bit of the like resistance is because we, we, we know what we know and it's hard to surrender what we know for an mm -hmm. unknown. Yeah, for sure. 
Okay, I'm feeling like that is like a good way to end because that gives me a lot to think about. And I always feel like with these episodes, I'm like, okay, now I need to go like sit down and just like take everything in that's just happened and see where I can like move on like going forward. So, oh, I just love these chats so much. Can I just do them all the time? It's amazing. <laughs> you are doing them all the time because you're rocking out. I know, I know, but it's just, it's just great. And it's great to connect with you again. So thank you for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I would give a book recommendation that I actually just got recommended and read this past weekend called Ishmael. Cool. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a stare. It's a story book, but like such a deep meaning mm. in it. It's, it's amazing. Okay. So I think recommend it. it kind of speaks to what we've been talking about around um, who we are, where we came from, and kind of where are we going as a society, mm -hmm. as a species, honestly. Um, and that book blew my mind open. So I really, really love it. Ooh, I'm excited <laughs> for that.